Sherry Hollis joining E.I.I. Wolfalola, Darlene Dawson on the Hour of Power. And tonight we're going to talk about living abundantly in 2014. This is our year, Queen. Yes, absolutely. So could you begin by explaining to some of the people about the word metaphysics? Because I called you a queen of metaphysics. (laughs) Well, basically, metaphysics is the study of the mind. All mind physics it deals with. Um, Anything from the origin of creation um, on all levels, psychically, mentally, spiritually, physically. Um, It studies the matrix of all happenings, all consequences, and that's pretty much it. <laughs> I say, that's a big it. <laughs> and, you know, I love it because it doesn't confine you to a religious belief or it doesn't confine you to, uh, you know, spiritually what you believe in. It really is just is, you know, it is what it is. And... Yeah. It, it's such a blessing because uh, your shows, you know, have been phenomenal, uh, especially put on the armor of uh, God, you know, and and in explaining that, you, you took us to a whole different level of understanding because protection could be anything. So 
why don't you share with us? We have somebody on the line, 732. We're going to come to you, but we're going to let Sherry give us a, Queen Sherry, give us a little dab or do you on Abundant Living in 2014. Yes. Yes, well, first and foremost, it's extremely important for each individual to understand his and her need to develop themselves. We come to this plane of existence with many issues, many challenges, many things that we come to rectify. So within the human being, there are those things that need to be corrected in order to move towards the wholeness that was intended from the beginning. The human being cannot live an an abundant life fully until they understand who they are. And this is why um, I work in a school and I stress to the young people, 7th and 8th graders, 13 and 14-year-olds, the importance of understanding oneself and coming to discover who you are because a lot of people throw that around a lot and they tell the young people and even adults that we should know who we are, but they don't give them the formula in which they can find out and discover who they are. So that's what I like to teach, the inner dynamics of that journey and how to begin it. So I let them understand and know that you came to this plane of existence with a purpose. And that purpose is that you are uniquely special. And you are accompanied with gifts, talents, and abilities that you come to share. And when you are sharing those gifts, talents, and abilities, it will help to enrich and better the world. As one man, Mahatma Gandhi, Martin Luther King, Marcus Garvey, Malcolm X, so many of our great people, they were one person that made a huge difference and impact on the world. So I tried to highlight to people that, yes, you can make a difference in the world. You come out of millions and millions and millions of sperm that were uniting with an egg. But out of all of those millions of sperm that didn't make it, you were the one that made it. So because you made it, that means you are particularly and uniquely special to the world. And it is because of our ignorance of not understanding this that the world is suffering. So that's basically how I would start that. Okay. And you know what? That is perfect because, you know, even to the point where you think about it, that you got thousands of sperm, but you have hundreds of eggs, and yeah. you the particular egg. And then even to the point where a child is conceived, that child may be aborted. That child may be, you know, aborted naturally or, you know, unnaturally. And if you made it to the birth cycle, you are here to do something great. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. And I think that that is the key, that we are all here to do something great. You know, a lot of people want to find out, why do I call people kings and queens? And I have to say it's because every person on this planet living and alive has been born to do something great. So just by listening to your program, I got excited because I said, Here it is. She explains why it is that each person should be saluted as a king or queen 
a god and a goddess because we do create and we are part of the one great you know and that's right it is a universal oneness that if we all could see it that we all could mm. rise up mm. now I, I want to bring on 732 because they raised their hand and let's see if they have a question or a comment Greetings, 732. Hello? Yes, you're on. Okay, thank you. I'm just listening in right now. Okay, Nancy. Yes, how are you, Queen Ah, Ayla? Hi, Nancy. Hi, Sherry. Good to hear you. I'm sorry. You want to repeat the question? Well, Nancy, you're a co-host of the same show, so you ought to share us with your perspective on living abundantly in 2014. Yes, um, it's, it's, I have to say that you do have to be ready for this. You have to do the work. Um, each one of us are working something different. Um, you know, some are writing books, some are, you know, just doing whatever work that they may need to do, whether it's on themselves, um, you know, on the physical, on the mental, um, but you got to do, there's got to be some kind of work to get there. Prayer, um, you know, there's just different ways that, and things that you may have to do, but most definitely we all want to reach that goal someday, you know. And I believe we're all going to get there. It's just that we have to be ready because all in all, to me, even though, you know, we we may want to reach a certain height, but really God has the last call. He answers those prayers. And maybe agree with me, maybe people won't agree with me, um, but that's what I believe. Well, you know, I think that that's one thing that really scares me about some people is that some people want you to believe what they believe, and if you don't believe what they believe, they want to kill you or hurt you or harm you. And I think that the awareness on the planet is such that we have to allow people to be themselves, to grow and develop and learn their own needs by themselves. And, you know, it's very hard to live abundantly if you're trying to stop somebody else from believing something. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, I agree with that, most definitely, yes. Um, Because people will want to kill your dream, you know. But um, and it's and and everybody's dream is different, you know. But there are different ways of going about it, you know. Um, definitely, you know, like I said, there's got to be some type of action, whether it's just learning about the the where it is that you're going. A lot of us are still finding even who we are, you know. Um, what do we really want? We think we know we want something, but do we really know what we really want? You know, so there's got there's got to be a lot of self examination. There's work to be done. You got to weed out the weeds. You know. Okay, and you know what? I think that the most important thing is looking in the mirror at yourself before you throw eggs or toss rocks at somebody else's house. You have to know that you live in a glass house, and that your reflection of what you're thinking in your mind is what is making your perception, you know. Right. It's not anybody else doing anything right. to you. It's what you're thinking in your mind. Right. Yeah. That's right. I mean, I always like to use, um, you know, the um, analogy of saying, you know, when people say, you know, you ever you hear the term all the time, mind your own business. Mm. And I take that term to the next level and I understand it a little bit differently. And the way I see it is that each individual has a mind. 
and each individual, it's their business to um, mind that mind. And they are responsible for cultivating that mind. So when you see other people doing things and stuff, you have to ask yourself, like you're saying, what am I doing? Am I participating in the madness that I see? Or am I um, becoming a solution? And the more that you work on yourself, the more that you cultivate yourself, you become part of the solution instead of the problem. And I think that's where a lot of us get stuck. We seem to think that the things that we do or our shortcomings are only limited to us. We don't realize that it has an effect on the earth. Every single thing, every single act has an effect, and it affects everything around you. So it's a matter of raising our awareness so that we can learn how to be responsible in the world. And when we are responsible, then we are able to justify our existence. And you don't have too many of us doing that. And in in terms of justifying your existence, I mean that you have a duty and an obligation not to stay the same. You have a duty to evolve to your next level. Okay. And too many of us are trying to stay the same and believing that it's okay. But the earth and everything around us is showing us that change is inevitable. Every single thing in the universe is moving towards that change. And whether we are moving or not, all of us are moving in some way or another. Whether we're moving with resistance or whether we're moving in harmony with the universe. Either way, we're going to be moved. So we have to make a choice and a decision as to which way we will be moved and if we will be beneficial to the change that's needed in the world. That's say beautifully said. I tell you, yeah. the truth is that you, if you don't go through the door properly, you're going to be kicked through the door. So, you know, the door is open, and, you know, people that are resistant, they come up against obstacles and blocks in their way because... The universe is moving you towards a constant change. And do you know that every 20 days, the things in this universe change? And so that you can't stay the same. I know people that are maybe going on 70 years old don't have a cell phone. You know, hmm. in this day and age, someone now, you need I'm a sorry. cell phone. Can, can you go back and say every 20 days what happens? The universe changes. universe changes. Yes, there's something in the universe where either technology, human development, if you oh, see okay. that, it used to be, it used to take hundreds of years for things to change, hmm. but now it takes 20 days. Uh, I'm sure that people that looked at, um, what's his name, Justin Bieber, right? Yes. And back in the days when he first started, would not have predicted that he would be uh, in this battle with himself to try to be a thug or not. You know, I'm sure that people, you know, when they when they see uh, the technological advances of say like a, a Android phone, could not have predicted that Android could be Use like, um, you know, you use your computer, you right. know. So it's every 20 days. It used to be a longer time, but right now it's every 20 days things are changing. And so mm. that we can be the same that we were even 20 days ago. That's right. That's right. And guess what? You know what? It's true what you said, Sherry. Either way, whether we like it or not, whether we make the choice or not, they're making the choice for us. Hey, look at the new product that just came out. You've got to get one. You're being changed with that product. So it's right. true. Yeah. 
I, I understand exactly what you're saying, you know, so if you don't make a choice, they're going to make a choice for you. And you know what? You don't even know that you're falling into whatever they already chose for you. Right. <laughs> exactly. You are a, you're either going to be a victim or you're going to be a participant. And wow. it's, 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 the time is over for victims. Now you have to take a part of your life and you have to reclaim your greatness because all of us that are on this planet right now are great. And the babies that are coming through, if you even see that they begin to look at you and acknowledge you, it's even more developed than, you know, I know my children are grown. So when my children were small, I used to see, oh, my God, you know, they're walking nine, 11 months. These babies are walking three months. They're already trying to walk on. They're trying to walk, yeah. talk, trying to, to communicate with you. It's a blessing. It That's is right. a blessing. Now, yeah. you know, I wanted to ask you because um, I use a thing called the Medicine Women in a Guidebook. And it, they, call, they come with medicine cards, which are similar to tarot. I have a yeah. lot of tarot cards. And um, I pulled a a statement, and I was wondering what this show was going to encompass. And the card that I pulled was Harvest, which which is uh, manifestation. And in the traditional tarot, it would be the wheel of fortune, meaning anything you want in life. You can get it. And the affirmation of it was all that I have allowed to dwell in my imagination has become true through my words and actions. The creator is embodied in me. I gratefully accept the harvest of my creation. You're going to have to say all of that again so I can write that down. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's a mouthful. <laughs> yeah, I got to the point that all that I have allowed to come to what? <laughs> well, in my imagination, has become true through my words and actions. The Creator is embodied in me. I gratefully accept the harvest of my creation. And you know what? Queen Sherry and Queen... uh, Let me get it together. You know I'm getting to that age. (laughs) Nancy. 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 Yeah, I had it before and it just left. But it tells us that what you have come on this show today to, to share with us is about manifesting our creations and yes. manifesting the harvest that is inside of us. Mm. And I was so excited, I almost jumped off the chair when I pulled the car. <laughs> I was like, Dad, you know, how do we live abundantly? And mm. this is mm. what you told us. Manifest your creation. Yes. Be yeah. a part of the harvest. Yes. We all have a harvest to share. Yes, and if you and notice, the first part of that word is abund, and it come, it's, it's, it's related to the word abound. So as long as we are abounding in the spirit of God, then we are able to live abundantly. So words have a whole lot of power when we understand them. And that's really what it is. We cannot re- we cannot reap that harvest until we are abounding in it. Ashe. And and you know your message is always one of manifestation of really looking into that self knowledge and figuring out what it is you were born here to do. 
and what it is that, you know, God has you creating. And, you know, I want to say that I appreciate that message so much that I, I feel that this hour of power is about creating that and manifesting that harvest that is inside of each and every one of us. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. Absolutely. We um, we really have to understand that none of us are accidents. <laughs> you know, I ask the children, um, why did you come here? And, he, you know, of course they say because um, I was made, my parents made me come to school, or I have to go to school because of the law. And I said, no, that's not really my question that I'm asking you. Why are you here? That's my question. And they look at me puzzled, and I start laughing, and I say to them, (laughs) the deeper question that I'm really asking you is, why are you on this earth? (laughs) And then they say, well, Miss Hollis, my parents got together, (laughs) and they made me, and that's why I'm here. And I said, oh, really? You really believe that? And they say, yeah. And I said, that's surface level. (laughs) I said, but the deeper level of that is that your parents were chosen to bring you forth. So they're just a vessel. But you were called forth by a higher and greater power than your parents. (laughs) And that power is the power of God that called you forth. You are commissioned to be here. I said, do you see how that changes everything? That you are not an accident. And then they start looking at me. (laughs) You need to understand all of that. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. You know, that's a powerful thing. Yeah, but it's it's the same with adults, you know. We have not been taught why we're here. Mm -hmm. We believe that we're just an accident. We believe our parents just got together and conceived us. We have no clue and no idea that we were called forth. We were commissioned to be here because whatever we have within us is of such great value that it can be used to shape and change the world. Now, doesn't that change everything when you see things from that perspective? And I said what happens is once you're able to accept that, then you begin to inquire of God, okay, if you say I'm here for a reason, for a purpose, what is that purpose? What is my job in this life? Who am I? And those are questions that we have to ask over and over and over again. Because as we believe that we get answers, we find out and we realize as we go through our journey in life that those questions, those answers to those questions begin to evolve as we begin to develop ourselves. And you know that's a powerful thing. It's a powerful thing to evolve and to ask yourself. And one of the reasons why I um, chose to follow Ifa, I chose to follow Ifa is because every child that's born in the Ifa spirituality is given a, a baby naming ceremony called Incentaye. And during that Incentaye, not only is the child's name, which incorporates why the child was born, but also the child's the, the connection between God and the child is established. And the child's understanding or the parent's understanding of why that child was born and Mm. what that child has come to do. Mm. And that in itself changes the dynamics from dysfunction to functionality. Mm. And that's Mm. something that, you know, for the most part, you know, um, even growing up in a very um, religious home, you know, in terms of going to church and so forth, never did they sit down with us and say, you were born to do so-and-so, right. you know? 
And it was two years of really study and knowledge, seeking, research, finding out the truth that, you know, every person is embodied with the greatness, you know, a bound spirit to do something great. And it's up to us to fulfill that. That's right. It's taken me uh, many years to come to this conclusion, and I'm so excited that you get a chance to turn up the knowledge base for these babies, for them to open up their minds and be connected to their spiritual power. Yes, yes. That is something that we all as elders need to do. We need to be able to initiate these children into what they are born to do. They're yes. great. Yes. And, and yeah. that's, that's why it's so important to develop self because um, self-development is the basis for your community to be developed. And without mm-hmm. that, you really have nothing to, to share. So the thing about it is, a lot of times you have think um you have gifts and talents and abilities that are bestowed to certain people some call them celebrities or stars and they're you know they they're easy to figure out what you know their gifts are okay cuz they're a singer or maybe they're a dancer or an actor or an actress so those are pretty easy to figure out but then there are those gifts and those talents that you really can't define and put a name on. And I said those are the ones that you have to do a little bit more digging, and you can't come to find them out until you go through certain experiences, and along with that, you develop yourself. So the more you develop yourself, the more the answers will start to unfold and come to you. You know, it's, it's it's amazing because, yes, I agree with you, And um, but when you look at the media and the rest of the world, like today, I ha- I was listening to music, and I was really listening to the words that they, they, you know, they're singing, and you think it's really good, and the last song that I heard, and it's still in my mind, it's like, I gotta have some hot stuff, baby, this evening. I gotta have some, baby, tonight. So when you're talking about this, what is the message that these young people are getting? They need something hot. You're talking about sexuality and all of these things. And really, you know, they don't know how to refrain from that because through all the music, of course, you know what it is, the sex, violence, and all of that there. So you know, to really reach these young folks or even people, you know, that are not aware or are not awakened to or not really paying attention to the music and the words and, you know, what's coming out. We're just going with it, and somehow it is doing something to us, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying, you know, you're trying to reach a world and you want to wake them up and you want to teach them, even in the community, because I work with children as well. And... And I know for me, you know, anytime I get an ear, man, I give it to them. And they look at me and I go, has anybody ever talked to you like this before? And they go, no. So you know what? I know that I'm doing my part and I'm just hoping that they can share it with someone else later on, you know. Right. And I'm, I'm not doing it like, I, like with Sherry. She's doing her work over there. I'm doing my work over here. So eventually, you know, hopefully this can all come together and it can spread. And um, we got to do it individually like that, you know. But then, you know, they go outside and they're still who they are, you know. So you just hope that something will stick with them. And I think prayer has been a big deal. Like when I come in sometimes, I go through, walking through the luck capuchin, I go, bless these children, you know. That would be blessing on them, you know, and that's what I do. If there's an assembly going on and I'm walking through there, I see them, I say, please bless these children and their families, you know. We have to pray for them, even if she's just sending a blessing, you understand? Right. And I thank you for doing that because who knows how many children you have saved from danger and harm because you prayed for them on that day. I say, I want to even take that song that you sang. That was uh, Donna, uh, you said Summers. But look at the songs they have now. 
They don't even have innuendo. That was innuendo. Hot stuff. Yeah. Now they actually talk about it. They got a song where this guy is like, uh, you know, using the words, I mean, he want to, you know, eat a coochie or whatever. I mean, it's yeah. funny. There's, no, there's nothing left to their imagination. They no. say, ow, let me have them panties or whatever. You know, and they yeah. say the words, and, they, and, and it's, it goes again. Back in the mm-hmm. day, you couldn't do that. Nowadays, it's okay. The kids are listening to this music, and they're getting the wrong idea because that's not real love. That's sex, that's you know, and it's different. But they won't get that until they're older and then they have gone through stuff. But by y'all walking through, you know, the schools praying and, and those that are in the school system praying for these kids, it gives them a chance to be something better than a mm-hmm. underwear. You know? Yeah, I told Nadia. I told Nadia um, the day that we talked about um, the show that Nadia had with the how sacred the the vagina is. I went back. I work with teenage girls, you know, and you know they come to me with all their problems and they talk to me about you know these are teen moms. Um, they you know they already had children. Some had you know lost their children and their boyfriends and all kinds of things and break up and been seeing so many guys and things like that. And I says, really, it's not all about the sex. You know, guys, yeah, they want it. They're going to take it, but really it's up to you. And then I started sharing the stuff that we learned on the show. I says, I got to give it to them because they ain't never going to hear this again. They were so quiet, so silent, you know, and I, I was glad. I only, you know, get them, you know, um, 25 minutes every day in the morning to teach them something. And I always look for something, you know, positive for them, confident or, you know, how to build them up. And right now I'm going to be doing something with these young girls where it's uh, something called, like, I'm beautiful, you know, that they don't have to wear makeup and they don't have to dress a certain way in order to be beautiful so the guys can like them. You understand? So I I was so glad to go back and go and that the girls were just looking at me, you know, and because they feel they have to have sex. Otherwise, the guys are not going to like them. I said, no, a guy will respect you if you can hold on, you know, and just wait for the right one. Because I said, you guys are just teenagers. How many relationships are you guys going to have, you know? It's not like when we, were, when we grew up, you know. We grew up, we were teenagers, and we were still playing hopscotch and double dutch. And, you know, we were, our parents were so strict. We were always in the home, you know. So they kept us. Although they were, we thought that they were strict and so mean and this and that, but it saved us from a lot of heartaches and a lot of crazy stuff, you know. So we got to be appreciative to our families, <laughs> even though our home was still dysfunctional, you know. But still, okay. at least that, they were protecting us, you know. And they were. And, and the fact is, is that, you know, the world, again, is changing. It's changing so fast as that the babies have to grow up so fast that they should grow up with the knowledge that they're beautiful, that they're wonderful. I'm not just saying the girls are beautiful, but the boys are too. Right, exactly, the boys too. You don't have to go that far to manifest your um, ability to have people to like you, you know. And I think that people want to do things, especially kids. My grandson just turned 12. He want to get two earrings in his ear. So his mother said, I don't want to be popular. So I let him get it. Oh, you let him get it because he want to be popular. Is that really going to help him? Even though he looks so cute in it, he really does. But that's <laughs> He definitely did not need two errands. But the, the mothers are different. They're, you know, they want their children to fit in. They want them to be happy. And who, as a parent, doesn't want their child to be happy? You know, mm-hmm. I remember asking my mother to wear high heels at 14. <laughs> so if he gets, <laughs> I'm just having a good laugh because you imagine a child at 14 asking for heels, and now they mm-hmm. got three shoes with heels. Mm-hmm. Don't say child wear heels. <laughs> Tom Cruise's daughter, we're here. 
and been wearing them since she was a little girl. So it's, it's amazing to me the changes. And yes, we want the best for our children, but we have to let them know that within themselves that they have great value, that nobody else has to tell them that they're cute or they're wonderful because they have it inside them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was specially created. But so you know what it is too. I'm sorry. Even though they know they have, even though it is inside them, but they don't know because they're coming from these families that are going through so much heartaches and so much one family homes and you know so many siblings and you know um, if they need food or clothing and things like that. You know, it's just like, well, how do you feel beautiful? Well, you know, you you actually, Queen Nancy, took my next question for you guys, which is (laughs) what what would you recommend to parents and to people, adults, to really, um, what would you say are the main elements that you would recommend to live abundantly to to, um, really be, be able to tell your child how wonderful they are, you know, how do you do that? First and foremost, I would say for parents in general, is that the parents must hold on to their goals and they must never let them go because a lot of times parents believe that because they have children, they can't manifest their goals. And it sends a message to the children that when you have children, it's all over. So they really don't understand the importance of, passing on the spirit of dreaming and aspiring to the children. Because when you have dreams and when you have goals and, you, and your children see that you are accomplishing them, you help to give them vision so that when they are growing and developing, they will aspire to greatness as well. And they will um, understand that, Look, I saw mom, I saw dad, and they came from nothing. And look where they're at now because they had goals, they had vision, they had dreams. Without them, you're going to perish because then there's really nothing to look forward to. And I would say that living abundantly is understanding how to live happily as well. And you cannot be happy if you have nothing to look forward to. So happiness is having something to look forward to. And right. when you I, have goals, you have something to look forward to. Okay, I do agree with that. You know, that sounds really great. And there are some families that do live that. But then you got your families that I work with, and you got the one parent or maybe even two parents, and one could be the alcoholic, and the other one is working real hard to keep the family together and holding on to everything to get everything done and paid for. And their minds, they may have a goal, but uh, it's not that they've let them go, but I think they get so consumed in what's happening in their home and in their life that they lose it. They lose that goal, if there is a goal, if they have one. And I'm sure we all do. They want to, of course, everybody wants to live good. Who doesn't? Who don't like the nice, you know? But I, what I'm dealing with on my end for, that I'm experiencing with these folks is just looking at the community, you know, if you're undocumented or you're here and you're trying to make it and you're working in a little factory, you're just making it to just put food on the table and pay the bills and have a roof over your head. And that's all they can do here. But so, all, this, honestly, and that's I have... a big, big, yeah, um, you know, that's a real big thing. So their children, when they see this, that's what I tell them. And then they're old-fashioned. They come from their countries, and, you know, they have this belief that, that they grew up with and they have, and they're still in that. You know, they're not moving like we're saying that the earth is changing or every 20 days, you know, you, something, is, something new is coming in. They're not moving with that. They're still there. You know, so that can be just one part. I mean, this is a big earth and there's millions of people and some are fortunate, some are in between, and some are really, really like down at the, you know, I think there's three or four categories. You get it? You, I think you understand what I'm saying. Well, that, that, that um, definitely is, is definitely something that people are faced with, but it all goes back to what I was saying earlier when I started was that the need 
for cultivation, the need for development. So if you're not developing or cultivating yourself or if you're not um, on the path to know it, to learning how to cultivate, of course, you're not going to get on to your children. We all need somebody to teach us, like the Bible says. If we don't, if someone's not there, someone that teaches, then how are we going to get it, you know? Absolutely, but that's why I'm saying we have to be the example. Someone has to start with something. Someone has to start with something. That's why I stress the importance of having vision and having goals. Right. And having belief, because without the belief that you can actually accomplish it, what are the goals for? You're not going to even try to actualize them if you don't really believe that you could acquire them. Right. And you know what? It's true. And that's what I try to do with these young people, you know. And even though they may be failing for whatever reasons, I tell them you can still do it. Even if you, you know, you're a 12th grader and you get out of here and you fail, go back to those school, get your credentials because you need it. And and I even tell them what books to go read. If you know, and it's up to them if what what they do. But I give a lot of knowledge out. You know, like I give them a lot of I should say not knowledge tools for them. You know, mm-hmm. that's all I can do. <laughs> and that's a blessing that you're doing that. And I think that, um, again, the fact that you are just giving them this information, you are starting from somewhere, as Queen Sherry said. Mm-hmm. You've got to start from somewhere. And, That's right. you know, everybody's going to be at a different place in their development. But the key is, is, is giving them the power of knowing that whatever they imagine in their mind, is what manifests in their life. If they think like their parents, they're going to be like their parents. Not to say anything is wrong with their parents, but they need to find out why they were born to live this life and what their greatest gift to the planet is. Not just depend on their parents because their parents are vessels of Right, and and that's right, and you know what? That's another thing that love is another thing that is lacking. You know, I tell my parents when I meet with them, you know what? They're not that kids. They're just acting out. They need a hug. They need to be told their love. The parents are so involved in work, and you know, like I said, with lots of kids, and I said, you, we forget that they need hugs. They think, okay, they're twelve and thirteen's what? They don't need hugs anymore. And sometimes we don't hug our children anymore, you know, and that's what it is. Because when there's love, you know, and you got some of that, you go like, wow, at least I got a family that loves me. And that can change your state of mind, your emotions and everything to look for something. You know what I'm saying? Like, we need love. They already live in an area where, you know, like like it's been brought out in other talk shows, you know, you live in a neighborhood, you see the shootouts, you see all the stuff, all the bad happening, and then you're not even getting love at home. What is there for them to think? Is there hope? <laughs> it's all about love, Queen Sherry, absolutely. And the fact is, is uh, you know, and though my experience it has been years ago, but the fact is, is that... As a uh, kindergarten, first grade teacher, parents are so involved, second grade, third grade, they don't get involved. They figure the kids are grown. How do you not stay involved with your child in the second, third, fourth, fifth grade? So if parents are pulling out as young as the second grade, the third grade, not giving them involvement, not showing them that they care, you know, because they're so busy, because... In a place like Georgia, you got to need two jobs to live. So I understood what the parents was going for. But at the same time, what I told them, give them a, a hug. Give them a compliment. You see they got a good grade. Encourage them. Come see what they're doing when the parents' night comes, you know, where they have an opportunity to perform. So absolutely, we have to show them love. But we have 10 minutes. And, you know, Sherry, I want to give you an opportunity, Queen Sherry, because you are phenomenal, as well as you are Queen Nancy. Um, give you an opportunity to tell people how to reach you, talk about your show. I see that you also are on Ingenio. Ingenio? 
Yes. So also give people opportunity how they can link with you and you can bring them around to loving themselves and manifesting that harvest. I say. Yes. Yes. Well, they can reach me at um, Mind, Body, and Soul Connections, which is on blogtalkradio.com forward slash Sherry Hollis, and I'll spell my name out. It's Sherry, S-H-E-R-I-E, last name is Hollis, H-O-L-L-I-S, and that's the um, blogtalkradio.com website, which is the um, radio show, Mind, Body, and Soul Connections. In addition, um, the one that you mentioned, Ingenio, which is also keen.com, they can look me up and type in my name, Sherry Hollis, um, Bliss Life Guru, and it will come up. And anyone that's interested in any one-on-one coaching, um, that's also available for them as well. In addition to that, I also have a blog that you can check out where if you're looking to um, further research or um, read up on information that we talked about this evening, I wrote a lot of different articles that can be, um, you know, that can help um, people who are starting that journey of trying to really discover who they are and their gifts and abilities and their purpose. And they can check that out at courtingtheblisslife.com. That's C-O-U-R-T-I-N-G, the bliss, B-L-I-S-S, life.com. The bliss, B-L-I-S-S. No, no, B as in boy, L as in Larry, I as in ice, S as in Sam, S as in Sam. Courting the blisslife.com. Some people oh. think I'm saying, yeah, some people think I'm saying bless, and I'm saying bliss, like peace, bliss. I say. Yeah, courting the blisslife.com. Well, I'm excited, and I'm going to look that up. We actually have someone else on the line, and I don't know if they want to speak because they haven't raised their hand, but. Um, Perhaps uh, they don't know that um, to speak to the the host that they you know the press one, but I'm right. going to bring them on, Nancy. Before I bring them on, do you want to share how people can get in touch with you? Through the block show, same way um, on Sherry's block show because I'm partners with her there. I say, all right, well, you know, something they can do it like that. Oh, I, I forgot to mention, um, Ia, um, our show is every Wednesday night from 7 to 8 p.m., and they can um, listen via Internet at the, at the website itself, or they can call in 215-383-3903. That's 215-383. Three nine zero three. Well, Every I from seven to eight. I, I highly recommend that people call in, listen. It's a powerful, uh, non-religious, non-spiritual uh, promotion of things. It's just we speak and we get power. And I say this has been a great hour of power. And um, I just want to see if this person wants to speak. Uh, maybe they want to speak to one of you guys. Greeting 720. Good evening, ladies. Thank you. Hi, this is Shelly. That's good and evening. I, yeah, I've really been enjoying the show and, you know, all the information. It's really been another wonderful show. Thank you again, you know, for all of the information. Oh, I you're more than welcome. <laughs> Nadia is our definite Queen Nadia. That's our definite yeah. connection. I say, Shelly, thank you so much for joining us. This has been a magnificent show, and I'm just uh, so excited. Uh, Sherry, do you have any last words for us? Um, I would just 
say, just remember the importance of understanding your value in the world and how special you are and how the world has been waiting for you. And you have so much to give, so much to share. You just have to get in touch with that divine part of yourself and then question the creator and he will reveal to you what your purpose is. So that's extremely, extremely important. Ashe, no prayers are invalid. Every prayer is heard. Yes. And uh, Queen Nancy, do you have any last words? Um, No, I, I like what she said. You know, just keep your vision and don't lose it. And like she said, we're all here to do something. We may be already be doing it and not even know it, you know. Um, and don't beat yourself if you don't know what it is. It'll come. Ashe, I like that. You know, I beat myself up for years because I was interested in so many things that, um, you know, it took me a while to figure out that, um, you know, I was supposed to uh, do what I'm doing. Exactly. And I love it. And I thank God for not here for, you know, bringing this connection for us. Um, I want to just say that I thank God for you, Queen Sherry, you, Queen Nancy. I learned from you. Thank Thank God. Thank you as well. Thank you. I thank you for the invitation for coming on the show, and I really appreciate it. And I look forward to interviewing you on our show. I see, I see Queen Nadia. Let me just let her come on. Greetings. <laughs> Greetings, goddesses. Hey, Nadia. Hey, oh. lady. Peace, love. Um, mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. I wasn't able to make the show. I've been house hunting, and just it's been a crazy, hectic day and trying to cook and get everybody ready for school. But I had to come on and at least let you guys know I love you. I know the show went well. I plan on listening to the archive. Yes, okay. and love you too. Love you too. Love you too. Love you too. <laughs> we just giving thanks for you. <laughs> you There's no accidents, people. No accidents. So one more thing I wanted to share, um, um, everyone, is about patience. You know, me for me, I don't have patience for nothing. If you, if you, if people that you speak to about me, they'll tell you, Nancy has no patience. I have learned patience. I want things now. I want them to happen now and quick. And I've learned patience. Patience is a virtue, right? And I've learned, like, you know what? That's why I said don't beat yourself up because I'm always beating myself up. How come I'm doing this? How come this ain't happening? How come, how come I'm not getting this right now, you know, and I'm getting all frustrated? And I'm just learning things to just let it be when it's time. It's all going to come to place. But patience is another thing, you know. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to share that. <laughs> That's right. Well, I'm glad you shared that because patience is a virtue, I say. It's yeah. something I am Good so and honored to have you guys, and uh, we got to do this again. Absolutely. Uh, magnificent. Thank you and so definitely. much for the invitation. It's greatly appreciated, and... <laughs> we we look forward to speaking with you on our show as well. Well, I want to send my love and light to all. We love you, and we can't get enough of you, Sherry. <laughs> <laughs> look, I'm already writing her into a script. I haven't even presented yet. <laughs> That's so nice. The feeling, the feeling's mutual. The feeling's mutual. <laughs> love you guys. Thank you, Ia. Thank you. God bless. Everyone. Love and light, ladies. Yes, love yes. and light. Peace, oh, wonderful. God. Peace and love. I All right. Good night. Good night. Bye bye. Good night, everyone. Good night.